Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Performiad, coming to you live from the Hoyle Auto Club, the performance car lifestyle club in North Carolina. I am your host, Tim Jones. I hope everybody survived uh, Hurricane Florence with little to no disruption. The North Carolina coast took a bit of a beating and a lot of damage um, from flooding and everything else. So we're, uh, it's a horrible situation and we hope that our friends down at the beach are all recovering and uh, didn't and got away with as little damage as the as possible but we're sending good thoughts your way um in the land of hoyle we're starting our next t-shirt adventure we've been bouncing around some apparel ideas for a while and they're a bit nerdy even probably even nerdier than the first ones but uh we'll have a lot more news on that before long but um we're looking forward to bringing that to you very shortly but over the last few weeks, I have discovered a new obsession, and it's a boutique car from Italy, and it's absolutely delicious, and it brings us on to sort of this week's topic, which is these really, really expensive resto mods that seem to be all the rage lately. So in the Grand Basel car show in Switzerland a few weeks ago, uh, a gentleman by the name of Eugenio Amos, a 32-year-old racing driver and car collector um, from, obviously, Italy with a name like that, announced his plans to make a resto-mod version of the Lancia Delta Integrale. It's called the Automobile Amos Delta Futurista, and it costs about $350,000, and the prototype that they showed is made out of carbon fiber, and it's British racing green, and it is my new obsession. I'm a huge fan of all things Group B. If you've seen the video that we did to sort of talk about Hoyle, um, you know that I'm a massive Group B fan and anything sort of really rally-related. And in the 90s in the UK, we were spoiled by the number of these amazing hot hatches that had some rally heritage. Um, and I was fortunate enough to own one of these. I had a Peugeot 205 GTI. Um, and a friend of mine had a Renault 5 Turbo and these things were just an absolute riot to drive and, you know, no power steering, no ABS, none of that stuff. Just, you know, a tiny body with a crash testing of a Heinz big bean can. And, um, but uh, they were just fantastic. But the one that I always wanted was the Lancia Delta Integrale. I absolutely loved it. I loved the way it looked. I loved the way it sounded. But um, it was unreliable. And in the UK, it probably would have rusted to a pile of dust in about three years because I wouldn't have probably looked after it very well back then. <laughs> but I really, really wanted one. I think it was the third generation one was the one that really got me. Some of them are still changing hands. Some of them managed to survive. Uh, and, and they're changing hands for crazy prices. Um, as people like me now want them again. But uh, Genio Amos has taken this thing one step further with this beautiful and I put a link in the article on the website about it because it, it really is just the most unbelievably beautiful looking thing with a brown suede interior it's just so retro it's ridiculous um, but he's not the only one really resto mods of these old classics seems to be the latest trend in performance cars and the thing for millionaires and billionaires to spend their money on uh, the highest profile one is probably Singer out of LA uh, they were an obsession of mine for a while. I bought the book. Uh, I watched all the YouTube videos and was fortunate enough to see one up close and personal uh, a few months back at a Cars and Coffee event locally. 
And it's the work of madmen, really. I mean, I absolutely love it. The level of detail and the level of obsession is unhealthy. And it's, I think they're up, almost made a hundred of these so far. And uh, their latest one, in conjunction with Williams, basically stole the show at the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Uh, it's an incredible looking thing. And the engine alone should probably on, be, be on display in a museum somewhere. It just is so absolutely... Oh, the carbon fiber in intake is just ridiculous. Anyway, but a normal singer would probably cost you the best part of 600K once you've spec'd it up the way you want to do it. And you'll be waiting for a while to get one because they've got a, you know, a pretty long waiting list at this point. And then the new one that they've done with Williams, the DLS, um, is probably you know, almost 2 million bucks. I think it's 1.8 they were quoting for it. Um, but the 911 seems to be the one that most of the rest of mod stuff uh, is based on at the moment. Uh, Porsche liked it so much, they even got in on the act themselves. They've announced uh, a couple of cars. Um, the uh, the Porsche Classic Gold on a 964 chassis that you can't drive on the road anymore. Uh, it's a, that came out on the 27th of September, I think. And then uh, they've just announced a 935 with the Martini paint job on it, which based on a GT2, uh, GT2 RS. Um, so they're in on the act as well now, which is kind of funny to me. But, you know, you've got Magnus Walker in California and Gunter Works, uh, Ruff in Germany. They're now making their own version of the 911, even though it's not a 911. It looks exactly the same, but it's completely different, if you know what I mean. And then there is a bunch of people in the UK as well. Paul Stevens is probably the most famous one in the UK. And there's another one, Theon Designs. And I know there's probably a bunch of others that I'm missing out on, but they are the really um, the most uh, popular ones. And if you haven't seen a singer or even seen the book about the singers, uh, go order it. Because that book is fascinating to, to see the level of... Um, of enthusiasm and attention to detail that they went through to make those. There's a bunch of others. There's Icon in California as well, and they breathe new life into old Ford Broncos and old Toyota FJs, again, all for a fairly hefty price. Um, Eagle in the UK makes an absolutely unbelievable-looking Jaguar E-Type, uh, which is about a million bucks. Uh, Jaguar themselves liked the idea of resto-modding so much that they resto-modded an old XJ sedan for the Iron Maiden drummer, Nico McBrain, and that looks absolutely phenomenal. But these things are popping up all over the place now. Old Alfa Romeos are the next ones. Uh, the folks at Auto Delta and Alpha Holics are redoing old Julia Sprint GTAs, and I've seen a couple of videos of those on YouTube. And the, the noise that that thing makes is... Ugh. And again, they're about 250,000 bucks for one of those. Um, you know, the, the, even the, the old minis, uh, David Brown Automotive, um, yes, of Aston Martin DB, that David Brown, they make a, a mini that costs about $90,000, and it's perfect. But for $90,000, you would expect it to be. Um, and then Ferraris are actually starting to get in on the game as well, but not Ferrari themselves. They'll restore one for you, and lots of people will restore them for you, but these resto mods are a little bit different. Uh, David Lee, a high-profile car collector in the U.S., uh, has resto modded a Ferrari Dino, 
um, and he's called that the Evo, and he wants to do the sort of the Singer thing with these Ferrari Dinos. I don't, I haven't seen any pricing for this thing yet, but it'll probably be about a million bucks as well. And it's got, um, you know, upgraded components. It's got an equivalent of an F40 engine in it, and it, but they haven't done anything really extravagant to the outside of it. So it looks really, really like an original Dino, but with plenty of horses in it. But this Automobili Amos, Amos, it's green and it has a brown Alcantara slash suede interior. I think it's probably the coolest car in the world right now. Um, and I absolutely have got to find a way to find, find a way to, to even see this thing because it's just extraordinary. Um, so I've been trying to think about what other cars would be cool to rest on what. What would be the next cool thing? Uh, Lancia Stratos, maybe BMW uh, 2002, the 3.0 CSL. Uh, I did find the Datsun slash Nissan 240Z. There's a company in the UK called MZR Road Sports that does it. But I was thinking about something a little more out there, like the Reliant Scimitar or the Jensen Interceptor. Uh, or even the old Saab 99 would be really cool to see. Um, but I'd love to know what you think would be the perfect rest of mod car um, or what your latest obsession car is because I I can't get enough of this uh, Lancia Delta. It's just absolutely fabulous. And I'll put links to all these companies in the document. Um, in the document. Jesus, can you tell I go back to work? Can you tell that I used to work in software? You can, can't you, right? It's in the document. I'll put it on the webpage um, for the podcast and you can take a look at it there. Um, but please post your comments on the page and let me know, or even on Twitter or, or Instagram, of what you think would be the perfect rest of mod car that you would like to see um, outside of the ones that we mentioned here. Obviously, the singers of the world are, are pretty cool, but um, but I'd love to see, and I think Alancia Stratos might be the one for me. And if you know of one that I don't know of, let me know. I'd love to go check it out. So, uh, But anyway, that's enough for me. As always, if you love performance cars and the lifestyle associated with them, check us out on the web at www.hoyleautoclub.com. That's H-W-Y-L-A-U-T-O-C-L-U-B. Check out the apparel site as well. And again, like I said, there's more coming there. Treat yourself to a shirt. Uh, we're on social, on uh, Twitter and the Instagram uh, at H-W-Y-L-A-U-T-O uh, at, at Hoyle Auto. And uh, if you really want to listen to me ramble on about car-related stuff, uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Uh, and we'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another topic. Uh, until then, Hoyle Valerie. <laughs>